0: Good day everyone, it's Michael Posnick with our Spur of the Moment podcast here on this beautiful sunny day in December 2023. With me I have Powerhouse Patty, a power broker here in Prince Edward Island and today's discussion is doing things right, having pride in your work, picking a, a listing agent, why you shouldn't pick a family member as an agent unless they're doing an exceptional job and maybe a little bit more or less than that. So today is basically a result of a scenario that I experienced this week. But before I get to that, I just want to go back to a memory I have of an old friend that's now deceased. He was a carpenter and he told me a story about a carpenter that was working with an apprentice and they were building a kitchen. And at the time they were building the drawers for the kitchen and uh, they're the carpenter was putting all kinds of meticulous, precise work and took great pride in his work. Turned the drawer upside down and started sanding and, and uh, mending, taking care of making the back of the drawer look nice and shiny, just like the front. And the apprentice said, to Why are you wasting so much time on the back of the drawer? No one's ever going to see it. The carpenter replied, And pointed at himself and said, I'm going to see it. And I think that just uh, restated my opinion that if you're going to do something, do it right. Patty, you want to say hello before we get into our scenario?
1: Hi, everyone. And thank you, Michael, for inviting me on today.
0: It's my pleasure. You've done very well so far. But in every episode, all five or six of them are four or five. So, so this week I experienced something where uh, I have a friend that has a family member that has a property for sale, and believe it or not, I found this really humorous, and you see this happen in PEI all the time, not so much in the bigger cities, they picked an agent, because this agent, which is probably now in their late 50s or 60s, dated their sister in high school so this was the thought process why they hired this agent this agent is well into retirement has told me personally that he really has other things to do than real estate in this particular case it shows in the listing so when i looked at this listing first of all it was taken with an iphone the pictures that is that's usually a good indication that you need to kick that agent out of the house and find somebody that's gonna take real estate a little more seriously. The if you're gonna put a house on the market for five hundred thousand dollars, the gross commission's thirty thousand dollars approximately, the least you could do is hire a photographer for between two hundred and fifty and five hundred dollars to give that house a better presentation. These pictures included. The image of an industrial manufacturing plant on the left, garbage cans on the right, because the iPhone really doesn't have great depth of field. It looked like the house behind it was two feet off the back of the garage. So really bad picture as an opening keep in mind your first four to five pictures, the first ones that are going to show up on most websites, and certainly Realtor.ca, which is the number one website in Canada for people looking for real estate. So you have those five pictures to capture the attention of that reader. Pictures went on with, with more comedic entertainment. We had, you know, 11 pictures of the really bad kitchen. We had sideways pictures of the bathroom, and it went on and on. The point i'm making here is it's great to hire someone that has some distant relation or immediate relationship to you but in this case from what i understand the pricing data or the house is priced a hundred and something thousand over market as well so you have an owner or we'll call a vendor that wasn't educated on price that thought they're going to get you know 550 for a house that's worth 410 and there's lots of comparables. We've got really bad pictures. The description is where they go next. And that needs to be written in such a fashion that it doesn't offer material or mechanical features, but more lifestyle and emotion. People aren't buying a house because there's R30 insulation in the ceiling. They're buying a house because there's walking trails. There's a park nearby. Maybe there's a river or waterfront volleyball court tennis courts schools that sort of thing when they get past that they may view the video and this is where it gets even better with this particular listing having sat on the months for months in a market where it should have turned around in a few weeks or maybe 40 to 60 days the agent felt, we'll bring in a drone video so now you've got a very, very good crystal clear picture of this industrial property to the left, great picture of the garbage cans to the right, and because it's within a city, you've got a view of 600 other neighbors around you on your rather, what appears to be a congested lot. So this is what this particular vendor got by picking a just relation It's not only going to cost them money, but it's also going to cost them time, and the consumer, the seller, when a price is set initially, say in this case five fifty, and then it sells for four ten or four hundred, the consumer thinks i have just lost one hundred fifty grand plus or minus, where that number really wasn't realistic. It was made up, and who knows where it came from because obviously the research wasn't done. The point I'm making in this is, if you're going to pick an agent, pick an agent that's full-time, number one, I've always said that, not a hobbyist, and pick someone that's serious. If they're going to list your house for 500 change and the commission's $30,000, the least they can do is have a team of photographers, videographers, someone that has some writing abilities to write the description to get your house in front of potential buyers in the best shining light that it can. We want to make it look like a diamond, not like a rotten apple. Because at the end of the day you're going to be losing out on tens of thousands or even more money. Patty?
1: Yeah. Um you actually just kind of did the whole thing there start to finish pretty much. But I I will just kind of summarize a little bit um what you what you've said and shared. So your If you look at your property listing, this again is for vendors or or sellers, if you're looking at your property listing on the MLS, those, as you said, your first, you know, one to four or five pictures are super important. And if I can get you to look at it even as a different way, that's typically your first showing. Mm -hmm. And if they like their initial showing on your property or the viewing of the images, they typically... Uh, step two is to click through and see if it has the details or the particulars that they're looking for. Does it have the the amount of bedrooms? Does it have, you know, maybe two separate a living room and a family room? Um, does it have a garage? So these kind of details. Is it in the location that you like uh, that the, the home buyer is looking for? So um, that if they like the details, your third viewing is if there is a property video, so now they can experience the property. Um, you know, they pair that with the story, or like Michael referred to it as the overview, and see what kind of experience will I have at this property. By the time I personally, as a real estate professional, get a phone call on one of my listings, I know I have a very serious interested buyer. Because I know they've gone through my pictures, the details, and my property video on on the property. And i've I've got somebody that is, you know, again, pretty serious, which in turn, better services my seller or my vendor client, they're not wasting time with people going, "I'm not sure what this all this property has. The pictures, you know, they're not great, we will say. Uh, the overview has three sentences in it, or two sentences, and it just gives me a basic two bedrooms, you know, two baths, and like
0: Michael said, ours 30. Oh no, great house in a great location.
1: Yes. It's yeah. always
0: a great house, great location.
1: So, if if they're going through mine, and I know Michael has the same kind of format with his overviews, we talk about the experience, that the potential buyer will have at the property, we do put in some property details um, within say the middle portion of it, and then a nice little summary or conclusion to really entice and try to get that buyer into the property. So what does that do for a seller? If you're not hiring a professional or a full time as real estate sales professional, they are not going to follow these steps. They're not going to understand the experience from a buyer. It, as much as you're trying to do your family member a favor and helping them receive an income, a check, it's costing you such a it's costing you double. Double the amount by your closing costs so your real estate fees. The amount that you are losing out on, because clients are not as motivated, client buyers are not as motivated because your pictures suck and they're going to use that to try to get the, their price down. The amount of days on market, they're going to leverage against you, the seller as well and say, well, this property has been sitting for 90 days now. So clearly it's overpriced. Whereas eh, it could be Your marketing representation of the property didn't didn't show the property in its best light, which is costing you money in the end. Um, So these are things that a seller needs to be aware of when they're hiring a real estate professional. Are they a trained negotiator? This is not just our typical MLS because we do not get trained as negotiators with our license at the... Real estate professionals need to seek third-party education if they truly want to be a specialist in the industry. And as a seller vendor, you need to ask these questions because it is your money and it is your life going forward. If you want to get your family member a nice gift, you'll be able to afford to do that if you hired a professional and not gave your money away with uh, somebody that doesn't have the proper skills. Well. Well said. And
0: the other thing that we didn't cover in closing is all the emotional distress. I talked to somebody there. We just did a deal last week. And the last time uh, she dealt with uh, an agent on a a property she sold, they're still tying up loose ends seven to eight months after the close, in her words, which is absolutely ridiculous. You can incur a lot of emotional distress going through the process of selling your home or buying one if you're picking a family member or somebody that dated your third cousin back 50 years ago in high school. If they're not handling that transaction professionally with experience and knowing and projecting what the pitfalls are going to be ahead based on the transactions they've done, may that have been hundreds of them or thousands of them, which is conceivable after being in real estate full-time seven days a week for decades, that makes the process a lot easier. So thanks very much for listening. We've had uh, some actual downloads, which is interesting considering we just threw this together some morning for something to do in the spur of the moment. Uh, If you have any questions about Prince Edward Island real estate or PEI in general, be sure to email Powerhouse Patty directly or myself. Have a great day and.
1: Have a great day, everyone. That's it? Yeah.
0: We're done.